When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Second half, that means trade deadline time and power rankings. That's what it means, Evan. Yep, yep. All right, producer Evan, I want to, first of all, <laughs> I want to scream from the mountaintops. What a great job you've been doing. What a great job you do. And uh, the at BB isn't boring. Social accounts are blowing up. I was sending you a crap load of videos and everything else. And probably, you know, your head was on a swivel. But <laughs> yep, yep. You, you presented excellent. I think, I think subjectively we had the best social media presence of any podcast at the all-star game there you go there you go yeah we you, got you're, you're supposed to better. you're supposed to agree with me that's <laughs> say, there, there you go that i guess sure yeah definitely definitely i mean we got literally every angle we got guys just got drafted we got guys that are you know highly thought of going through the system we got guys that have basically reached the mountaintop making the all-star game so yeah and, yeah and, and all these other podcast i don't even know what they're doing i'm yeah. not gonna rip on a podcast it's a fraternity <laughs> it's a family but it's yep. uh but still it's it was it was a lot and and you know the, the easy part for me was just walking up and talking to guys the hard part is you organizing and and giving it in a presentable form so excellent job yep. and your payment is that you get to do power rankings again yeah there you go uh and right by the way go. by the way so evan before we go i want to let May I give the standings? I feel like I should give yep. the standings. All right, let's give the standings. Let's do a reset because I think that people maybe haven't looked at the standings lately, and this is also a good way to lead into the power rankings. Um, so in the AL East, the Rays are in first place, but they're only two games up on the Orioles, and they're tied in the loss column. That's crazy. Yep. Um, and then you have the Blue Jays, Nine games over 500. They are in the third wild card right now. They're tied with Houston for the third wild card. So, um, yeah. So you have for the wild card right now, you have Baltimore five games up in the wild card. Then you have Toronto and then you have Houston. And then you have the Yankees a game back. You have the Red Sox two games back. And let's see, you have the Astros or there. I said the Astros, then Seattle four games back. So right now, you have the Yankees and, and the Red Sox one and two games back. So 
and the AL East. That was very convoluted. Poor job by me. But here you go. Tampa Ball, Tampa Bay, Baltimore, Toronto, Yankees, Boston. Then in the AL Central, it looks to be a two-team race. Cleveland is a half game up on Minnesota. Minnesota is only, you know, they're five games out of the wild card. You know, so that's representative. You know, you can make that case. But it's going to be, it's those two teams. It's those two teams. And, and really, Evan, I mean, they – uh, it really seems like there are some teams where you just say that team needs this. The Twins need just a bat, man. They need yeah. some offense. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely. They just need something to separate those two teams because th- I think both those teams know it's division or bust, really. Because of they, get, they don't really have much of a shot at the wild card, especially how some of these teams are going. So yeah, they got to separate themselves from each other. Well, and and the Twins are the only team in that division with a positive run differentials the indians are minus seven the twins are plus 27 so um that's something uh uh conversely every so the every team in the al east is plus yep the last place red sox are plus 27 um yeah so anyway it's a two-team race in the al central the rangers are two games up on houston in the AL West, the Rangers have sort of come back down to earth the, in, with the yeah, Astros making right. that little bit of a race. And um, and then you have Seattle. They're six games back and four games back in the wild card. And, Evan, the really interesting one to me, and I don't think that people understand this, like this is going to get heated up in the next couple of weeks. Like Otani was the thing. You don't even know what I'm talking about. You see, <laughs> 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 It definitely, <laughs> it's like it's, it's your other favorite catcher. Definitely, um, uh, no, you, you should just say like you're full of shit, Rob. Now, like, what do you think? Yeah. Uh, so, um, but the Angels are all of a sudden seven games out, five games out of the wild card. They are one in nine in the last ten. They've lost five in a row. And this thing, and I know that Otani was like the be all end all at the All Star game, but yep. dude, I don't get the sense that a lot of people are are really grasping that the Angels are on the verge of being out of it. And if they're out of it, then Otani has to be traded. Yeah, right? he'll be in the market, and Juan Soto's return might look tame for the amount they get for show. I mean, I know Juan Soto had more years of control, but I mean, you're getting Shohei Otani. Talk about a guy who can separate your team from other teams in a race. My well, God. I think I think it's definitely going to be compared to Soto because, like you said, Soto had more years of control. Otani's expiring, but Otani is such an outlier. And by yep. the way, it's, even for that last couple of months, you're going to have great business. And um, and but the, the Soto trade, Washington did a pretty good job of that. Yeah. Um, but if, if you're the Angels, if you're in this spot, like say – like in a week and a half, you got to start doing that. And it's going to be crazy. It's going to be, this is sort of as much as we wanted to see Otani and Trout in the playoffs. It's if we can't have that, then let's have some unbelievable Otani rumors. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't, it's just such a tricky team. Cause it's like everybody, every season you go into, you know, that they really never make it to October 
And uh, you keep wanting to buy high on them because they have two of, when they're healthy, the best players in the game. But then with Trout going down and them going down the tubes, I mean, it only makes sense to to ship him off while you have the chance because otherwise you just get a comp pick and that's not going to uh, Well, if, if they hold on to them, don't make the playoffs and he walks, it's a terrible look. This could yeah. be, this is the type of thing where this this sort of trade could really change a franchise and get exactly what you need. So uh, it, it, it's it, like all these all these guys, all these prospects, which teams are asking for that that Pete's like, what are you talking about? I'm not trading that for that. You know, I'm not trading like the Reds. I'm not trading Matt McClain for yeah. you know whatever. And they all, <laughs> you have to start thinking about that if you're these teams. Like uh, it, they, they, you should be. You should feel that you can get uncomfortable because another thing is, if you trade for a guy, then or I'm sorry, if you trade for Otani. Then you can get him. You can basically make his life so comfortable and say, "Isn't this great here? Don't you love it here? Isn't this awesome?" It's sort of like the Mookie Best thing. I know he wasn't a deadline deal, but he goes to the Dodgers and then he likes it a lot, so he signs the extension. So yeah, exactly. Because it's like when they're in the off season, he's got a million different things going through his head, and you might have a couple of days to try to schmooze him, like Evan Roberts is talking about with taking him out in New York and stuff, but. When you have him for a half a season, he can really see what it's like to to play right. there instead of just trying to you know picture it in his head. So exactly, exactly. All right, so uh, uh, oh, I, I take that back. Definitely, definitely. Yes. <laughs> um, all right, so the Braves are the best team in baseball. I'm not going to spoil power rankings. I don't even know what they are. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Uh, but the Braves, sixteen twenty nine. They are eight and a half up on Miami. Uh, they're running away with it, and they're they're just you know they've won eight of the last ten. They're jugging up plus one forty seven, crazy. The the Marlins they are three games up in the wild card, so not a bad spot for them. Now yeah. the red hot Phillies, Papabon's guaranteed World Series team, yeah, in, uh, uh, only a half game back in the wild card right now, only a half game back, so. I love the fact that the Phillies are are in it at their trade deadline because you know that Dabrowski is going to do something. So that's definitely, good. definitely, definitely. So uh, <laughs> now it's in the game in your head. Uh, the Mets. Were you listening to Pete Alonso stand in front of his locker? Were you were you swayed? Were you? Did, does that make you feel any better? Any worse? How do you feel? They they played pretty well down the stretch. You feel any different about the Mets? It's it's really hard to, and every time you want to have any hope or any faith that they'll turn around, they just don't deliver. And I mean, I love Pete. I think he's a great guy. I feel like he's overhated sometimes by some people, but I mean, sometimes with these answers, he's too much of a robot. Like I like to see some passion. Like sometimes he's like saying the same stuff. I well, feel like I've heard a million times. Yeah. So well, compare Pete. that to compare like when I asked him about the the deadline. You know, the easy. Do you want to put pressure on the front office to to make a move? And yeah. he go he defaults to the you know that's not my job you know that's I'm just here to play. I'm paraphrasing. No, but, exactly. But just say yeah, yeah, like yeah, like let's go. Yeah, I know. It really it would. I mean, I know that like these guys are so trained to kind of be a certain way when they get asked certain questions. They probably they probably get the PR guy right behind them. But at the same time, it just would be so nice to be like, oh, yeah, we're going for it. We're going to make, you know, Billy Epler's life hell and make his decision so tough, you know. 
Well, so. here's here's the uh, here's the spoiler. He makes a whole lot more and how ha- ha- wields a whole lot more power than the PR guy. With all due respect, true. So a guy true. like Pete Alonso can say anything he wants. <laughs> um, uh Milwaukee. So Cincinnati in first place. Obviously, everybody wants to see them keep doing their thing. Absolutely. We gotta, we gotta get on John Sadak. We gotta get yeah, him on. Definitely, I mean, definitely. That's that's like talk about like the if we wanted like we should do power rankings of winners like people who have whose who star has emerged and yeah. he would definitely be top ten. I mean he's he's great for him. He got the opportunity and, and has has taken advantage of it. And so definitely. the red the Reds are one game up on the Brewers. And a half, uh, and so the Brewers are a half game out of the wild card. So the Brewers still in it. Our friends in Pittsburgh, man, we might be interviewing Rich Hill in a different uniform pretty quick. Yeah, eight and a half back, and eight back in the wild card. The Cubs hanging on for dear life. They're seven back and six and a half back in the wild card. Both those teams, like they've had different times where they've been good stories, but. It just, you know, it, it, that's that's a tough hill to climb. And yeah, and that I, conversation was so nice going into the draft where I was like, oh, man, these Pirates could be in it. And then if they draft Paul oh, Stevens, he might be ready. And then now yeah. it's like, well, there's no point in rushing him at all. There's no point. I, I but, know. I know. I know. It's it's too bad. I, it's like I and I, the jumping off point, this go look at the Pirates record from when I did that last podcast with Rich and – <laughs> I, I feel like that was the ultimate jinx. He was like, yes, we're going to be buyers. It's going to be great. Uh, their records since have been really terrible. All right. Yeah. Uh, so the West, here we go. Tied, Dodgers and Diamondbacks tied. Tied yeah. atop the, to the, the top of the West. Technically, the, the Dodgers have a, a game up in the loss column. So Arizona is two and a half up in the wild card. San Francisco only two and a half back in the division, and they are they are also a wild card team right now. The interesting team really is the Padres. Padres, one of these teams. I mean, there's a bunch of them, Evan. There's a bunch yeah. of them who are sitting like six back. So you have you know the Padres six back in the wild card. You have the Cubs six and a half back in the wild card. You have the Mets seven back in that wild card. You have the Angels five back in the wild card. Seattle four back in the wild card, Minnesota four back in the wild card. And so it makes it really like you look at where the Yankees and Red Sox are one and two games respectively. It makes, I mean, those are the, and you know, I know in Boston there's the, there's this, this perception that, Oh, you know, maybe this isn't the year. Maybe this this isn't going to work out, but you're two back and you're playing well, you're getting guys back. And I've said this before, like holy mackerel, if you get that spot, you get the you get the the central winner. Like in you're automatically if you you don't think the Red Sox would be favorites over the Indians. I'm oh, sorry, the Guardians. I don't care yeah. where they're playing. So no yeah, I, and I mean it's, it's a much better situation than say the Orioles playing Toronto or the Orioles playing the Yankees. So uh, yeah, so San Diego and Hader was uh, it was interesting talking to him. He was a he was a really like that was the second time we had him on, like very seemingly seemingly like very nice guy and like he very even keel as he said you know talking about the trade stuff he had been traded like at nineteen years old like a year after he was drafted yeah. at a trade deadline deal 
Um, yeah. And then, of course, last year, that Brewers trade. Like, remember that? Yeah, that that blew my mind, that trade, because I didn't see him as a trade chip. And I think they were still in it at that time, right? So that was the craziest they were, part. It was literally two contenders trading with each other. Yeah, and bizarre. And I guess the uh, the Brewers, like they'd said, I get Corbin Burns, who was there, uh, yep. he he was he said that that sort of gutted the locker room. Another another example. You got to be really really careful what you do. Um, all right. Well, yeah, because so, so you want to talk about the uh, the Orioles having the best back too? I mean, Hater and Williams is was right up there. That was oh the my good. Can you imagine? No. Yeah. Can you imagine? That was a I and that was they were great for so long. And Williams was like, I don't really know how I'm gonna adjust to a ninth inning position because you know I've been so good at being the the setup guy for Hader, and then he's become one of the best closers of baseball. So he's, his having those up. two guys on the same team is wild. Yeah, it's changed up since And so the Padres, you know, you know that AJ Preller desperately wants to be a buyer, and but I don't I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. I'm so, already hearing like Soto rumors too, which is like that's crazy trading him again. I get it that like you know he's such a valuable piece, but I'm like man, trading him again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It, we'll see. I mean, I don't, I don't know what kind of fit he's there. I don't know if they want to turn things over a little bit by getting yeah. something back for him. But so to set the scene before we get to the rankings, so we say a lot of these teams really have to get off to good starts. So. The, the games, the series that are going to happen out of the game, the Padres are at the Phillies. That's not it's a tough way to start for the Padres yeah. at the Phillies. The Absolutely. Giants are at the Pittsburgh. It's a tough way to start for the Pirates. Uh, a really interesting one, the Marlins at Baltimore. So, uh, yeah. yeah, so I, that's – Two heavy that's, hitters. Yeah, that should be a good series. The Another good one, Diamondbacks at Blue Jays. Um, so and then you have, and you know, which one this is. I mean, you're, you're probably going to be front row and center for this one. Dodgers at the Mets. Let's go. Right. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, I pray that we can turn it around because right now we're so on edge. Like I've already a couple weeks ago, I already gave in to like being a seller and I was like, all right, who's the pieces? We got fam, we got Robertson. And then they had that stretch run. They, they sweep the D backs, which I have as such a highly regarded team that blew my mind. And then we lose the last two before the all-star break to the Padres who are kind of like the exact same team as us. So I don't really know how to feel anymore. It's kind of, it's such a wishwash. You're numb. It's just, I don't You're even know numb. what to do. You're yeah. numb. Well, I mean, the thing is, Evan, you're going to find out in the next week and a half. We're sitting here. So those these games are on the 13th. So, yep. you know, you have basically two week, two and a half weeks before the deadline. A lot can happen. And it's just like going through the standings. It is interesting. I mean, there, there, these, there are teams that are, are so teetering on just – falling out of it we say there's not a lot of like a couple of weeks ago we would probably say there's not a lot of uh bot uh sellers because yeah. there's, there's every team's in it but i get the sense that there's going to be a lot more sellers than people thought and obviously the cardinals they were sort of were the first to jump to the line and say yeah uh we're not going to hold out hope here anymore yeah, we're gonna no be, doubt we're gonna and they have sure. so many pieces if they were to sell if they're gonna go big time and just do a full revamp i mean no one arenado and paul goldschmidt if they're on the market that isn't that is a talk about a game changer for one of these teams that wants to try to you know build up their hopes to make the or, so, or even some of their pitchers you know it's like yeah. Montgomery and um 
uh, who, uh, who am I thinking of? Hicks uh, or Helsley, if he's healthy. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, so you have uh, the battle atop the NL Central right out of the gate. Milwaukee at Cincinnati. That'll have be that'll be great crowds. That'll be great. That'll be out of the because you know people were are in Cincinnati are just chomping at the bit for baseball to get back after the All Star break. Um, you have the the White Sox who are basically limping around now. They don't have Luis Robert. I guess I don't know what. Yeah, that was that was wild. Yeah, it sucks. You know he's. It's he's just he could could be so good, but this sort of stuff happens way too much. Yeah. So the White Sox at the Braves, um, the White Sox obviously, you know, they're ones that everyone's lining up. There's they got a bunch of guys, probably more than most that they can yeah. trade. Uh, the Red Sox at the Cubs. The Red Sox are trying to continue with a little bit of a hot stretch in there. Come out of the gate with the Cubs in Oakland, so it's like a gift for them. But they got to take care of business. Uh, yeah. The Guardians at that at Rangers again, the Guardians. I mean, I, I look at the Guardians. Maybe I should look at the Rangers. The Rangers are the team; they're two games up, but yeah, they've been sort of uh, limping around themselves. Tampa at Kansas City, you're welcome. The Rays, um, Nationals at Cardinals. Who cares? Uh, the Yankees at Colorado. The Sean Casey era begins. There you go. That would be exciting. Yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> I it's I it is. I am so happy for him, and it's he's he's just is it's just such a unique guy in such a good way. So yep. it's it's uh it's great for him, and I can't wait to talk to him in the in the in the the near future. I know that he's probably got a lot going on, but we'll have him jump on here pretty quick. Um. The Astros, the Angels. I mean, the Astros could really bury the Angels here, and and I mean that's that's the storyline. I think you get to Monday, it's, it's yeah. the Otani stuff like in full swing, and oh, and then uh, the A the the Twins at the A's. So the A's, you know, we had put up that thing about Brent Rooker um, catching the flight with Kenley because. The A's are flying him commercial to the All-Star game, and his flight got delayed to the wee hours of the morning. So Kenley said, jump aboard my private jet. So I had forgotten that this was a second year in a row that the A's hitched a ride with another team. Yeah, Blackburn last year, right? Yeah, Blackburn with the Astros. But more importantly, I had also forgotten, or actually I didn't even know, that the A's were the only team not to send a mascot to the to the All-Star game. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That, I mean, and, and Evan, one of the things, and I don't, I don't want to look too much into this. It, yeah, I, I don't. But I was out, I was out around the caves with the A's at Fenway Park, and you know, you have the people watching BP behind a sort of rope there, and you know, they're like, "Oh, can you get that ball? There's a ball like ten feet away from me, sort of on the apron." around the cage and so like it's 10 feet away i can't pick it up and throw it to them i'm not allowed to do that but a lot of times what you do is like you just like walk out and you just sort of like oh i didn't mean to kick it that way and it trickles over so i go okay. and so i sort of sort of kick it back all of a sudden a couple guys from the a's like by the cage hey give that ball back i'm like are you shitting me are you kidding me <laughs> like it's like it, like the o- only way I've never heard a team do that, and the only way either they're just being dicks, like they're, they're being assholes about it, yeah. or and maybe they were, 
Or but I but all I could think of is like you really like you 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 can't afford a baseball. Yeah. Like we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're growing the game, buddy. Ah, uh, yeah. So and, and then of course at the All Star game, you know, Brent Rooker goes up for his first at bat, and they got the sell the team chance going uh, on. It's just they're they're going full. I I respect the fan base, you know, really holding true. I mean, the Mets were kind of doing that a lot well, with the when they were how, still around. How about so. how about the fact? Uh, I know that the athletic had a couple store had Ken Rosenthal just dropped a story on this about Manfred meeting with the mayor of Oakland. Cause what yeah. I understand the mayor of Oakland basically for every owner um, in baseball, like sent them the, basically their proposal, this, this math, these massive proposal that Manfred said that didn't, ex- that it didn't exist. So, so I feel like the, the A's like, or the Oakland people are sort of doing their one last ditch effort. And I've seen crazier things happen. Yeah. But I, it was odd. You have Jacob Wilson, their first round pick. Basically yeah. say, yeah, it's going to be cool to play in Las Vegas. <laughs> I know. I heard that. I was like, wow, that's pretty bold. I don't know if they told that him on the phone or if he's that's just like odd. all of us smiling it. But yeah, what, what are they going to say? I mean, they didn't send their mascot. They lost all right to have. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Well, uh, anyway, this good that was a good scene setter, but we got to get to the power rankings. Yep. So go ahead. What do you got? Number yes, 10. number ten. I got the Boston Reds oh! making their return. Wow. Power rankings. It's been a while. Yeah, five straight wins. I mean, it was hard to deny them. Obviously, five and one since the last rankings. Eight and two in the last ten. Swept the A's. Took two of three from the Rangers, who are a top team. Obviously, we've mentioned that they've been sliding a little lately, but I mean, the Red Sox are on fire. These Kenley Jansen, we need to buy videos have really been uh, firing me up. I'm not even a Red Sox fan, but they've been firing me up. And I, love, I, love <laughs> I need to put the Red Sox on there. If, if nothing else, it gave us the screenshot of him crossing his fingers while saying, <laughs> while saying buyers. Yep. I, I did. I, you know, I, I totally like, you know, it's like, so Kenley, buying or selling? Buying. <laughs> Definitely buying. Buying. All yeah, it'd right. yeah, be a rough I, seat if he said sell. He'd sell. He'd sell it. <laughs> well, he could he could have said what Alonzo said. Yeah, was, true. Which was, oh, you know, it's not my job. Like, no, man. Like, it's okay. Yeah, you Kenley. Want. Kenley's always honest. It's great. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Number ten, Red Sox. Welcome back. Yep. So number nine. So number nine, I have the Toronto Blue Jays. They were the other not-ranked team. The Red Sox and the Blue Jays aren't ranked. Everybody else was ranked last week. They've just moved up and down. But the Blue Jays are back on. I feel like I've said before, the most mercurial team in baseball. They went 5-1 and one since the last ranking, 6-4 and four in the last 10. Took 2-3 or three from the Tigers and swept the White Sox right before the All-Star break. So they finished off the first half or the, the half before the All-Star break strong. I know it's a little over halfway, but... Um, but yeah, I mean they're a really good team, and if they get it clicking, they can be dangerous. But you know it's what just they are? Making them anymore? You know what yeah. they are? Where are they? <laughs> they're mercurial. They're mercurial. <laughs> Doesn't um, make any sense. What was the deal with Romano? What was? Uh, is he okay? Yeah, that was wild. They they hit the home run down, or the the home run that they ended up reviewing. I'm like, we're doing a review in an All Star game, but yeah. they reviewed it and called a foul, and then. I thought they just were going to take Romano out because he'd given up a home run and maybe, you know, the Blue Jays had him on a pitch count. But then they said he felt some tightness before even coming in the game, but they still put him in. I'm like, that's kind of wild. I don't know why yeah. you put him in there. He, he was a good talker. I had never talked to him before. He was a good talker. Yeah. So entertaining. So good for him. Um, all right. So number eight. Number eight. I just seen your number eight just now. Yep. 
little low. A little low. <laughs> a little low. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I don't. I, I. It's so tricky because the teams above them. I, I just. I. I don't know. I have trouble figuring out these rankings. Especially with some of the records lately of these teams. But anyway, it's the Cincinnati Reds. They're 50 and 41, 5 and 2 since the last ranking, 7 and 3 in the last 10. They swept the Nats, took one from the Brewers. So, I mean, they're they're America's team right now. The Seattle Mariners from a couple of years ago were America's team where everybody was praying they got in the playoffs. I don't think they made it that time. This time, the Reds are America's team. So, if nothing else, we could take that away from this season. Yeah. Yeah. Then it'll be interesting. I can't wait for your power rankings after the deadline. Yeah. Or even after some of these trades, because the Reds are a team, they're going to get a starter. They're going to get a starting pitcher. They have to. They know yeah. that. Um, so well, how will that change the dynamic? I don't know. But uh, all they, they do have is- such a good farm system, too. I mean, yeah. they got Chase Petty in such a small deal the other year, and he's a dominant pitcher that they could flip for somebody. So. I mean, we talk about Trout and Otani in the playoffs. I mean, come on, let's go. Ellie Dela Cruz. It is, this is, hopefully, this is the last All Star game we don't have to go without Ellie Dela Cruz in the All Star game. Exactly. It was kind of um, the All Star game as a whole. Like, so, Evan, so I was trying to do awful computer things. And so I was sort of in and out of the All Star game. It it felt it didn't feel like there was it was a low scoring game. I know they had a couple good catches, but it kind of just cruised through the All Star game, right? Yeah, it was it was kind of weird. The first inning, you know, I was so hyped and everything, and then after they got going, the pitching was so good that it was almost like the offense was non-existent. It felt like I was watching a Met game sometimes. You know, it yeah. was just like bizarre. It was just there was not enough offense for my liking. I mean, it was well, awesome to see Elias Diaz hit that bomb. That was so cool because he's like a lifelong, you know, minor but, leaguer guy that took uh, finally got his big shot. But I will say this: it was set up. I was thinking about the end of the game. I'm like, holy crap! Baseball has done it again. This is a WBC all over again. This yeah. is like this is like they you have the Shohei versus Trout the WBC yep. and now you're gonna have the walk off with Julio Rodriguez in Seattle. It was set up perfectly, but yeah. but so Rodriguez he was um, talking in the clubhouse a little bit before and somebody came up to him said How do you feel? He's like Oh good good I'm a little sore I'm like and that's all I could uh, think of sore from like you know because that like that's yeah home run derby yeah. yeah. I also said, hey, um, because I gave him a book last time I saw him because he has a quick passage in it. Okay. And I said, said, oh, yeah, I gave him a book. Oh, yeah, yeah, thanks. I'm like, oh, you read it? I know they don't read it. But (laughs) but his answer was great. He's like, no, I'm getting through the Bible. I'm like, well, it's a better book. You know, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, not as high high in the Amazon uh, baseball book rankings but still i can't can't argue with that all right all right number seven yep so number seven they're down four from last week it's the uh arizona d-backs uh they're 52 and 39 still have a good record two and four since last rankings four and six in the last 10 they were swept by the mets which i think influenced them dropping a little bit because i don't know how high i I think pretty lowly of the mets right now so you're getting swept by them it's pretty pretty crazy especially with alvarez he was playing out of his mind there he might (laughs) we might just have to trade him there so he could play all season there he might Uh, have 162 (laughs) home runs but uh and then one from three one of three from the pirates so obviously the pirates are struggling too so it was kind of a limp into the all-star break for the d-backs but i'm i'm sure that they'll come back out of it i, I I'm, feel I'm so glad I, corbin carroll is healthy too 
Yeah, but he's got to stay healthy. I feel like they could really like a few years ago they traded for JD Martinez at the deadline, so you know like they'll do that those sort of deals. And by the way, they gave up nothing for him. It was yeah. sort of like they got they gave. I keep looking back at the guys they gave up to Detroit. Like there's three guys in like as of even a couple of years ago, these guys all were almost out of baseball. It was yeah. Like, and and the other thing is Evan, most of the time. Like the prospects you're giving up for guys, unless they're like a Soto, they don't do anything. Like, yeah, it's very, know. very rare. And, and I think that what happens is that you have teams asking for a lot, asking for the main guys, and then you get to the end and you're just like, okay, we got to trade them. We'll and, take these guys. Yeah, we'll take yeah. these guys. Yeah. Um, all right. Number six. Yeah, so number six, down two from last week, also kind of limped into the All-Star break. It's the Texas Rangers, 52-39, and 39, uh, two of five since the last rankings, three of seven in the last ten. They took one of three from the Red Sox and one of three from the Nats. So, obviously, I have the Red Sox at ten now because I feel like nobody's been able to beat the Red Sox going into the All-Star break. But then, obviously, the Nationals, I mean, their farm system is now ridiculous. If you look at one to ten, if any of them work out, from that Soto trade and then from their draft hall, they got Yoandi Morales and Dylan Cruz, but they're great in the future. But for right now, they stick. So with that being said, that's why the Rangers are down two from last week at number six. Yeah. All right. Well, I miss the Rangers are another team. They got Chapman. I mean, that's not a great example of this, this, Hey, you get a guy and you're spurred on because since they get Chapman, they haven't been playing that well. Um, yeah. But still, you got, they're going to get other guys. I don't think there's any question about it. Um, all right. Marlon. Uh, sorry. Five Marlins. <laughs> yeah. five the, Marlins. the Marlins, they're up three from last week. I think I'm at number eight last week, 53 and 39. Five and two since last rank. It's five and five in the last 10. Took three or four from the Cardinals, which I think every team in the MLB could say at this point. It's getting sad in St. Louis. And then took two or three from the Phillies, who are obviously a really good team. I left them off the rankings this week. but Yeah, that's surprising. Yeah, I know. They're such a tricky team because there's so many teams that could be 9 and 10 that I could probably do like 19 different rankings and just change those every time because there's so many teams like in that contention area that it's so, tricky. So you put on the Red Sox at number 10. Yeah. And, and they're five games over 500. The Phillies are, let's see, the Phillies are seven games over 500. And yeah. other than losing the last two, the Phillies have been red hot. Maybe the hottest team in baseball over the last month. It is and, true. Yeah. Am I making you rethink that? It yeah, definitely it's it's a very valid argument. I'm not, know, I'm I, was, I was looking at five and one, four and two. I was looking at eight and two and six and four. The numbers were starting to scramble in my head. I was trying to figure out which well, you were you were red seduced. Sox or red hot. Yeah, you were seduced by the five in a row. That's what you were saying. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh okay. So number four. Number four is the Dodgers. I mean, they're the inevitable team. Every time I try to push them down, they pop back up. <laughs> they're uh, they're up two from last week. They're fifty one and thirty eight, five and one since the last record, seven and three in the last ten. Four straight wins before the All Star break. Took three or four from the Pirates. Swept the Angels. I mean, they're just they're just a good team. No matter what you do, talk about guys. When you look at a farm system, and when we were looking, when we were just talking about those trades, and you say, "Oh, you trade this guy, but then these guys aren't going to work out." The Dodgers seem to always know which guys will work out. They're the best at self-scouting, I think, in the game. Because every person they call up makes a positive impact. I mean, DeLuca last week came out of nowhere. I think he's like 25, and he hits like a walk-off bomb or like a, a, a 
game winning or go ahead bomb. I mean, it's just crazy what they're doing with their uh, development, along with obviously, you know, having Mookie Betts and all of them as well. And, and another big part of that is that they have a really good core of 30 somethings and yeah. or a close, a really good core of guys. And, and Martin, JD Martinez was saying that how this team reminded him of the 2018 Red Sox and sense that, you know, you show up, you get the stuff done, you know, you don't get caught up in the drama. You know, you you do put the work in, and you don't have to worry about guys. And why you're bringing in these other guys? Because those other guys are, you know, they're going to follow the lead. You know, there's plenty of other these teams here who don't have that dynamic. Maybe they're too young. I don't know. But you know, the Dodgers. They, they, I mean, they. I don't think they were panicking when the Diamondbacks were three up on them or whatever they were. So, not to mention that Corey Seager when he was talking about they're an organization that actually like. Uh, values winning in the minors, which probably is a big piece. I think more teams should probably do it. So yeah, that's, that's it, another it, way. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I've heard more players say, "Well, in the minors, you're playing for yourself, and then you get the majors. It's about winning." But I think there is something to that, and uh, yeah, it's an interesting way to look at it. Much like the interesting way you looked at number three. Who's number three? <laughs> yeah, so number three is the Tampa Bay Rays. I had no way of putting them higher after how bad they've been before the All-Star break. They're, I mean, they're 58 and 35. So obviously they're what, 23 or yeah, 23 over 500. So they have no, there's no way they're probably ever going to fall off these rankings. But one in five since the last rankings, three and seven in the last 10. They were swept by the Phillies, took one and fifth in Braves. And I get those teams are two teams that will probably make the playoffs and the, the Braves are playing out of their minds and then the Phillies are red hot right now. So I get how you can kind of rationalize that those aren't the biggest losses when it comes to, you know, looking at it, uh, you know, from the inside. But with that being said, I mean, they've just, well, I think, I think it's, it is, it is like such a reminder that I don't know if you know this, it's a long season. I mean, the yeah, Rays, no to, to think that the Rays and Orioles are tied in the last column right now is, in your words, insane. It's crazy. Yep. And, um, you know, it'll be, that'll be really interesting. Like, it, do the Rays, because the Rays could, could, I think they could use another, another starter. I mean, because just to protect, if nothing else, to protect themselves against what ultimately always happens to them is, you know, is just sort of, like taking on on water, leaking oil, heading into October. I also yeah. do think they're going to get another. They're going to get another reliever. That's another thing they're going to get. So, yeah. um, so uh, all right, number three. So that tells me who the top two are. Who's number two? Yep. Yeah. So number two is the Baltimore Orioles. I think I might have number four last week. Up three from last week. So uh, they're fifty four and thirty five, five and two since the last ranking, six four in the last ten, one five straight before the All Star break. There's a lot of teams that went in the All Star break red hot. Uh, they split with the Yankees and swept the Twins. So they're just playing really good baseball right now. They're another team. I know they took forever to finally rebuild, but they definitely did it the right way. Because... Well, they keep calling up guys. It's yeah, crazy. I know. It's, it's mind-blowing. Like Colton, Cow- Colton Cowser, their outfielder. It's, yep. it's, uh, but they still need they still need another starter. I mean, they still yeah, need another their starter. Their rotation is rough. That's the one area in their farm where I don't think they're really too, uh, you know, to have too many guys. So. Well, what they were banking on is is sort of Grayson Rodriguez actually ending up doing what like Brian Bayo's doing for the Red Sox, which Definitely. is taking that step and and being a guy that you can really lean on. So, um, all right, well, we know who's number one. I mean, only mackerel. They're so good. 
Yeah, there, yeah, there's no there's no other team that you could put at number one. I mean, 60 and 29, four and two since the last rank. It's eight and two in the last 10. Took two or three from the Guardians and the Rays. I mean, it's the Atlanta Braves. They had like half the all-star, <laughs> half the all-star reserves and half the all-star starters. I mean, at every position, they have a guy who's all-star caliber. It's just mind-blowing. So, so what do they trade for? What do they trade for? Um... I think they could trade for some relievers. Like I, I know a few of them. I know Ross Allen Glacius has been like the best pickup of all time because they lost, obviously lost Kenley and they needed a closer and he's just stepped in and been absolutely great. And he was like a last minute guy, I think last year too, but I definitely think their bullpen could be bulked up. But I mean, every starting position, they have a guy who stepped up. Their starting rotation is pretty solid. They had Bryce Elder step up, obviously Spencer Strider. So they have, they have a pretty solid rotation. Maybe back another rotation bullpen, but if anything, you know, well, like like Murphy was saying. So yeah, well, let it said, let it be said, let it be done. So now this is where this is where you're going to be tested going forward the next couple of weeks with the trade start happening, which is the you have a team make a trade and you get totally sucked in. Like, yeah, I think they're going <laughs> to, but you know, with no proof. No proof yeah. at all. Or a trade like, oh, that's not going to do anything, and all of a sudden they take off. This is yeah. going to be your power rankings test. It's so. kind of like the Braves from a couple of years ago when they got Eddie Rosario and Jock Peterson. You're like, yeah, these are decent oh. players, and then they just exploded. So. Well, how about, I mean, last year, if you look at, I think it was last year. Last year it was uh, maybe two years ago. Yeah, two years ago it was – Remember Richard Rodriguez, the Pittsburgh Pirates yeah. reliever? <laughs> These last-minute relievers are just he was he, he was supposed to be like this guy. He was supposed to be one of the most coveted guys. Completely falls apart. Better example, Craig Kimbrell, where yeah. where uh, where they, the the Cubs got him from the White Sox, right? Yeah, so, and he was terrible. He's had a he's had a bizarre career. He's like one of the best closers of all time. Then he's had like. Every other year, he's been good. And right now with the Phillies, obviously, he just closed out the All-Star game. He's been really good. But he's had a weird, like, ending to his career right now. Yeah, so. well, he's, he's, but he's another example. If you could tweak a little thing here or there, you can still hang on. So, Definitely. all right. All right. Well, good stuff. Good stuff. I think it was good timing to do this, too. Not only because yep. I'm exhausted from All-Star stuff, but <laughs> just because I think it's a good way to sort of ease back in, reset everything, yep. and, uh, and let's get going. So, um, excellent job. Excellent job across the board. You should feel good about yourself.